The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Military fam, so how are you holding up today? Well, hopefully this message finds you safe and, and of some semblance of sound. It's a fine day, right? We're still all still standing. For those of you on active duty, um, keep you in our prayers. Some of us have already been there, and, and definitely we know that each new day presents its unique uh, challenges. All right, so as I mentioned on the last broadcast, we're, we're going to get into finances. Um, but I think before we even get there, something we touched on on a couple broadcasts ago, which is support systems, right? Um, Follow, follow me here, because I, I, you know, be, finances, like I said, is one of the key things. I think we military, both on active duty and as veterans, sometimes um, we we didn't we didn't plan for or prepare for like all other missions. We didn't do our PCCs, PCIs, and here's where we can do even better. Now, as with anything that we share with you, consult your accountant, consult your your attorney. Um, if you don't have one of those, consult somebody. <laughs> Find good time to to find who who's who's a good accountant wherever you you may be. I think that's a good rule in in life period, and who's a good legal counsel. Um, I'll get into why that matters in um, in different broadcasts. But I say that to say we're going to share some ideas that as a collective we've tried um, to to ensure and to help give us a better um, foundation financially to remove some of the stressors and headaches financially, right? So some the apps that are now um, really helpful and, and, and user-friendly in supporting that effort. Um, some you may already know about, some you may have heard for the first time. Do your research and see what fits for you, okay? That's, that's, that's the key to everything in life, right? Do the research and see what fits for you and apply what works and pay forward, you know, all all remaining some because what you may not need, somebody else will, right? Uh, but in speaking about support systems, I I, I realized uh, a key component that, at least during my uh, military career, was not always stressed unless it was a soldier that was in trouble or there was some major calam- um, calamity or we lost a, a soldier. This component is our mental health, our mental well-being, right? It doesn't mean you're sick for you to be concerned with your mental health. As a matter of fact, I think it's probably one of the most underlooked, under-resourced, even though we're doing better. Definitely militaries are doing better across all branches. Still more work to do, and even um, as we transition to VA, right? Our mental health, you know, uh, I think that's something that I can say I took for granted pretty much all my life and definitely during my military career because, you know, as long as I was task-oriented, task-focused, I was able to multitask, I was able to be in, you know, autopilot robotic mode and maintain my composure and my demeanor and, and, and stay focused on the mission. And as long as my soldiers were, were, were well, you know, um, resourced and well provided for, um, their morale and welfare was, was on point, 
then I felt, well, you know, job is done and all is well. But I didn't give that much attention to the fact that there's, that, that's not a given. You know, there's got to be some nourishment there. Just like we, we need food to nourish our bodies, we also need to nourish our spirits. We also need to nourish our mental health so that it can contribute to our physical well-being as well as um, us accomplishing across the board in life and for our family members, right? They too. Because um, don't know where you are in your military journey, but as, I, as I've often seen and from personal experience, who we enter, the call we enter may stay the same, but, you know, service opens your eyes to a lot of things, exposes us to a lot of things. Um, and hopefully we are better for it, but we're definitely not the same as when we went in. So one of the things that I've really come to um, see as an irony is that in the military, we train and we prepare for everything. We train as we fight. We, we, we analyze every strategy, every course of action. We chose the most effective course of action. We see what's most likely, what's least likely. We do all of these um, assessments risk assessments, right? And in all of that, the, the component we rarely ever touch on, and, and that, that's for a variety of reasons. I think part of it is being able to stay focused on mission and um, not, not giving room to uh, any vulnerability, right? It feels like it diminishes capability, which is acknowledging your vulnerabilities can actually make you stronger. But we don't, we, we really, in all the PCCs, PCIs, pre-combat checks, pre-combat in, um, inspections, we rarely focus on what's our mental status, what's our, what's our health number, you know? Um, are we green or, or what's our red health color? Are we green, are we red, are we amber? Where are we at across the spectrum? You know, it's, it's a very convenient, I've come to realize, and, and, um, a very camouflaged way to live. No pun intended. I know we wear camo, but, um, because we get so task focused and task oriented, we forget about the, the, the person required to do those tasks, the, the, the source of the, that task accomplishment, the, the, the human being inside the uniform, right? Where you at? Um, and then we, rarely ever take a pause to really acknowledge why we feel irritated, why we're not sleeping, why we're waking up in the middle of the night, night sweats, why we feel like, and some of you may know this, you know, you can hear your heart pounding. I literally, um, just actually earlier today, felt like I was hearing drums somewhere, and then I realized, oh, the drum beat is me. It's my heart pounding so loud that it felt like drum beats. Um, why is it that, uh, you know, Traffic can trigger some of us. I can tell you earlier this morning too. It's like I was meeting everybody who apparently did not go to driver's ed or, or really take driving safety into account. One of them had disabled vet plates and I felt it was my responsibility as a fellow disabled vet to tell them about them, to really help them understand that, you know, they're taking a lot of risks, especially when, since, since my son was in the car and I was getting him to, um, to his academy. So for me, traffic is, is amazing. It feels like 
I've, you know, we've returned to the States and I'm more, um, stabilized, if you will, uh, in retirement life. And yet I feel like it's like all these drivers, like it's like they got, they, they, they have antennas on. And wherever you are on the road, they, they drive by you, like there's drifting lanes. All these things that I've, you know, that over the years without realizing it had become a bit of a, of a panic button for me. Um, possibly because of convoys. Yeah, I, I got it because of, you know, f- that feeling of imminent danger, that hypervigilance. I, I understand the explanation of it and what, um, mental health professionals and, and therapists, you know, um, educate me on, but in the moment, all I'm, all I know is what I'm feeling. All I know is when I'm feeling angry or frustrated or, or anxious, or you just cut me off, or you, you know, you took a chance and press on your brakes, or you're driving too slow when you know you could move over, or you decide you want to drift into the lanes, right? Can you tell, can you tell traffic is a trigger for me? Um, right. So I think that's one of the things as I assess that I really, and some of my battle buddies and I, we really did not prioritize as much as everything else. So when I say to you that support system, it's important to have a circle of support, right? Whether those folks are in the military or not in the military or mixture thereof, not not necessarily for mentorship or anything else. This is support, support to acknowledge you, to accept you where you are at the moment, in the moment, and to help you get through it as effectively um, as possible. Not necessarily painlessly, but as effectively as possible. A, to see another day, and B, and B, so that your loved ones can, um, can have you, can have you there, can, can still have you in this existence, right? Um, and those along the way that have become family to you, um, can still enjoy camaraderie with you, right? So that support system is important. Um, some of you may have experienced this. I know this, this is part of my journey, which is, um, I have friends, friend, friendships and friends that I consider family that I've known since junior high school, going to high school, and then some really extended family, um, across the years at different duty stations, right? But this habit of mine is I get very mission focused, so I love them dearly. But I usually turn inward. So if I'm having a rough day or a rough time, I'm not going to call them because I feel like I'm dumping on them, right? And then what happens is more time passes because when I'm not having a rough day or even if I am having a rough day and I'm able to go on autopilot and robotic mode, I'm still not talking to them because I don't want to dump on them and then time passes. And by the time we catch up sometimes, we're like, man, you were going through that and I was going through this. Man, we should have really been there for each other. And then we'll repeat the same cycle over and over again. I am grateful and hopefully you all are experiencing this or have experienced it and have it in your life that those that were meant to stick and stay did stick and stay, right? Some friendships are for a season, reasons, what have you, and some of our lifetime, as corny as that sounds, but some of my friends have loved me enough, and they are my extended family, loved me through my military service, 
through my moments, through my lack of communication, um, and still continue to, to love me just as I am. And I'm, I, I, I hope I'm, I'm honoring that and paying that forward for them as well. So I say that to you because if you find yourself being distant, if you find yourself being more in, you know, um, recluse, nothing wrong with a timeout. I, I take so many of them. In fact, I took a couple this morning because I felt overwhelmed, anxious, not just all the stuff that's going on with Charlottesville, but traffic, um, following up on phone calls, VA appointments, changes to schedule. And you would think, okay, well, retirement life, things should be a little bit slower. No, just the pace changes, the rhythm, what you focus on changes. And, and oh, by the way, because, you know, we're not getting up at, well, some of us, at 0430 to do PT and then, and then get ready for the staff meeting or get ready for formation, um, there's a, the bandwidth, you know, the, the camouflage that we could use in our bandwidth is gone. Um, and I don't know where you are in your military journey again, but... There may come a time when your band, you find that your bandwidth is stretched to infinity or stretched to its current limit. I don't say infinity, but yeah, because infinity implies it, 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 it'll never, it'll never regroup or rebuild. But I, I came to a point and I, by the time I realized it, I was already way in it where my bandwidth was just done. You know how you get that little timing uh, signal with Wi-Fi saying it's still trying to get a signal? Well, mine was just like no internet connection. That's my bandwidth. That was my mental bandwidth, right? That, that was my mental bandwidth. It was like no connection. I, I, I don't know what you're trying to do. We're not even going to try to connect to nothing. Um, and I didn't realize that that's, oh, this is, this is about my mental health. This is about what, what are coping skills. Have I exhausted the coping skills that I've had? Uh, what new skills do I need? Where do I need to replenish? Because in order to be a decent human being, to be a, 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 a decent daughter, a decent friend, a decent mom, just decent, you know, we'll, we'll strive for, you know, excellence <laughs> as we go. I needed to nourish me mentally. I needed to acknowledge when I, you know, when I had extended myself beyond, when I had stretched, when I had overcommitted, when I should have said no and I said yes, when I needed to have said, this is not working for me, let me excuse myself, when I should have at least gone into a room and, and screamed my lungs out or screamed into a pillow. And I tell you all of this because whatever that time is for you, however it manifests itself, it's important for you to acknowledge it. It's important for you to be able to reach out to folks and say, hey, I'm, I'm having one of those moments. Can we talk? Well, I'm having a moment. Can we talk? Okay, so what can you do? What if you feel like you have no support system? You, you, you may have one and you just don't know it. You've never really looked at it from that perspective. It's kind of like a portfolio. You know, when you, when you um, go to a bank, they say, what are your assets? Right? What are your liabilities? What are your assets? You know, um, a support system is just that. It's a portfolio of your assets, your, your, your support assets. Right. Um, in the military, we kind of know what support assets mean, but it, it's in a different terminology. It's more, you know, um, food, uh, admin, what have you, support, support services. But um, I'm now applying that to, li to life, the, 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 the greater picture, right, beyond military service. But while even in military service, what are your support assets? Are you tapping to your support assets? 
right? Or are you not really able to even discern where your support assets are or who they are? Okay. If you're feeling complete, whether you're feeling completely alone or not, but I, I, I want to say, but if you are feeling completely alone, it's important that you acknowledge that for yourself. Okay. There's a variety of resources out there and I, I'm going to give you this chunk because it's important that I get this in. Veterans crisis line. You don't, you don't necessarily have to be, um, off of active duty out of uniform to call them. Um, neutral party that you can just talk to you and vent and let things out. The, your local vet center. I mentioned that in our uh, inauguration broadcast, right? Um, returning, coming back. There are local vet centers all around. They are there. They they are there to help both active duty and veterans um, that have served and deployed well throughout the globe, right? OEFYF vets, but just vets in general, Vietnam vets that have served in a variety of operations, right? And they also are able to give provide support to your family members to help them understand um, what you as their loved one is experiencing and how to maybe relate to you where you are in the space that you are um, and still feel loved by you and still are able to love you and understand you rather than feeling rejected or... Um, you know, uh, misunderstood, okay? For some of you, there's still military one source where you get those sessions of free counseling because I do understand, especially when the uniform, there's an apprehension to going to see a mental health professional to, to have that even be touching your records, especially depending what your career goals are. But I promise you, whatever your career go goals are, they, they are not more important than your life, okay? They are not. Without your life, the career is non-existent anyway, right? So feed your, your soul, your, your spirit, so that you can have those career goals and what have you. Um, I've, locally in Columbia, South Carolina, I can tell you there's the Red Barn Retreat, which is um, a great organization um, for active duty and veterans. They even have um, Friday morning um, coffee with vets, right? for vets by vets, we just talk and, and, and express what's on our minds and support each other and help nourish each other, right? They have a garden where, you know, you can walk through and pick up vegetables. Um, it's amazing to see us as vets just talking about gardening and, 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 and veg vegetables and ripe and whatnot have you. Um, the VA has some support groups. Now, sometimes you may feel some kind of way because you, if, you, if, you, if you're not vet status yet, but go, ask inquire, okay? Um, most most places now have a resiliency center, most bases. Speak with your local chaplain. You don't have to be of any kind of religious denomination to go and, and speak with them or at least ask to see if that's a resource you want to tap into. It, it has nothing to do with your religious um, preference or denomination. It's just another resource. They're called resiliency centers. And they're there also for your family members. Because, listen, we don't go through this in a vacuum. Those who love us, those who know us, those who are, who who want to love us, and yet um, to bear the brunt of what we go through, need support and help as well, especially when it comes to our children, because they only see what what we put out, and it's important that we give them um, all of the tools and resources to to decipher what it is they're looking at, and to hopefully categorize it in its in its proper format 
and understand that they don't need to live out some of our patterns, right? It's, it, that's, that's key. All right, so I want to make sure I got you the Veterans Crisis Line information. Their number is 1-800-273-8255, and then you press 1. Again, it's 1-800-273-8255, and you press 1. Um, and they also do online chats, so if you're near a computer and maybe you don't want to maybe speak on the phone, they also do texting, which I didn't know until recently. They're, you can text to 838-255. Again, 838, or I'll say in the military way, 838-255. Okay, you can text them, and they can speak to you that way. They offer a variety of ways to communicate with you. The point is they're there for you, right, so that you don't feel like you're restricted or limited to one one type of communication. I can tell you, I've actually used the Veterans Crisis Line. Um, I had called my th- one of my therapists, yeah, and I, I say that humbly, um, and I say that very transparently. Um, one, I, I don't think I wanted, I, I wanted to disturb because I, I, I forget the reason why. And my other VA therapist was, I got voicemail, right? And my nurse case manager, I felt like I had relied on her way too much. Um, I, I needed to give her a timeout. Anyway, in my mind, that's the rationalization I had. And then finally, I remember they all stressed the same thing. They all encouraged the veteran crisis line in case they're not, you know, they're not available. And I called. Um, and for that day, for that moment, it, it was, a, it was um, a divine lifeline for me, right? It, it really was because I was, I was going through something. Um, I'd had a moment and I felt like I, you know, I had failed my son, my mom, life, me, didn't recognize what was going on around me. And, um, I was in that space. I was in that abyss space, you know, where it's not even a scorched earth that I feel. I, it, it feels like, um, an abyss of some sort. I, 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 I. I hope to find better words to describe that to you so you can maybe recognize it in those you care about and maybe even in yourself. Uh, but right now, what I could describe it is like an abyss, right? The night sweats are one thing. Waking up thinking, you know, I'm still in uniform and I'm, I'm running late for a mission or I'm missing movement is, is one thing. Um, you know, having, I don't even call it road rage, you know, being triggered by you know, uh, inconsiderate and unsafe potential <laughs> drivers on the road or traffic or heavy noise or crowds. Um, you know, I, I, I do my best to go like to places like Costco or Sam's very early in the morning, even the commissary, uh, sometimes even the PX, right? Uh, for those of you who are familiar with them, I think they're NEX in, in, uh, depending on your branch of service, just to minimize my, um, my engagement with crowds, my triggers. Right, because I have a bandwidth and I'm building that bandwidth up. Um, and I have to choose how I expand my energy because sometimes it is a lot of energy expansion to put on a face, to put on a composure, to, to not break down and cry or to not express my agitation because it may not, the person 
in front of me may just be doing the best they can or the best they know how. And even if they're not, either way, right, um, I still have to, I still need to acknowledge me and then honor that I just may not be seeing a best sight picture of the situation right now, right? So please definitely um, utilize the Veteran Crisis um, Hotline. Again, the number is 1-800-273-8255, Press 1. You can text them at 838-255-838-255 or 838-255, right? Um, and you can also go online and just speak with them. Um, Definitely worth the resource, okay? Definitely worth the resource. Um, because we all need a little help sometime. Some of us need a little bit more. Some of us, not so much. But we all need it, right? None of us are on an island by ourselves. It's important to acknowledge that. Okay, so y'all, um, another topic which definitely we'll cover in, in, in future broadcasts is the medical piece the medical piece on active duty and as you transition to being a veteran, the medical piece is key. But as since we've, you know, we, 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 well, we, I promised that we would touch into the finance uh, resources as well. I want to get to that. And if possible later today, do another broadcast about the, some of the medical piece. It's not just a one, one time deal. There's so much out there. Um, but I would say that uh, definitely speak with your Wounded Warrior Advocates. They are out there. If you've never heard of them, they do exist. Wounded Warrior Advocates, even after the, a lot of the Wounded Warrior Centers have closed, okay? So that, that nugget, please carry with you because they carry a wealth of knowledge uh, and a wealth of support as well. Um, now, also... Most VAs have OEF, YF centers. I think they're called freedom centers now. So that's also another avenue for you to go and just speak with someone, a nurse case manager, um, with, without, without concern about your privacy, without concern about um, any impact to your career, you know, um, and also to get help for you and your family, you know. And when I say help, doesn't mean like you're in a state of emergency, but just support. Find out what, what, what outlets are out there. Like, for example, the Red Barn Retreat even does yoga. You know, they offer all of these resources because um, in honor of a, of a, of a veteran, uh, his family um, provided that space for us to be able to do that. Uh, you know, look to your mentorship uh, organizations. Yes, they're formal, but someone that you may, somebody may, may drop a nugget as to a local organization, a local group that's gathering together to just, to just talk, to have coffee, to have tea to have water, to stay hydrated and beat the heat. You, some of you all know what I'm talking about. All right, so finances, finances. So the reason, I, I again, I stress that mental health and mental wellness, continued mental health, sustained mental health and wellness is important. Um, that doesn't mean all your issues go away, but that you have the support systems to help you deal, is because finances is, is, is a, you know, is a whopper, right? Um, if your bandwidth mentally is already stretched and then your finances have issues or you, you, um, you have some measures to take, well, listen, that's like a nice recipe for, for calamity. You know, as I like to, uh, my term, I meltdowns. You know, I, I talk to my son about meltdowns, but it turns out it's not just him who has meltdowns. I have meltdowns, right? Um, that's a meltdown situation, 
right? We're not even going to touch on, you know, healthcare, TRICARE, whether it's United Healthcare, depending on what part of the, um, the state you're in, um, or even overseas. So, again, beef up or um, buffer your support for one, one area so that you can have a bandwidth for something else. So with finances, there are many different resources out there. If you're just starting your career, some key things. Invest in TSP. I know it's changed. Now it's a matching kind of deal with Uncle Sam, but do it anyway. Invest in TSP. Get your um, e-benefits account. It's ebenefits.gov. Get it, even on active duty, because then you have access to know about your VA certificates. You have access to other – you get to know about other resources. Okay? Now, along with TSP, as I mentioned before, start to imagine life with even half the salary you're making. I know some of you are going to be like, what? Oh, my God, the expenses. I have family that I'm taking care of. If you have parents that you're taking care of or family members, look into having them added as your dependents. Okay? You, there's applications. Yes, they're for parents, for siblings. If you're the primary uh, financial resource and support for them, look into that. It benefits in, in several ways. A, it gives them a, provides them ac, um, ID card access that gives you kind of a little bit of a support. And B, it acknowledges them in case of an emergency because they already have the ID card. Right, they already are able to have access to post and to resources and, and you know, which can alleviate a little bit of pressure on you at times. Right? Um, so look start looking at okay, let's maybe take away the BAH, whatever in your locale. Start putting creating a separate account for that. Right? Why am I saying that? Because that buffer compounded each time you you put in just like an allotment will reap unbelievable return on investment when it comes time for you to transition or as major opportunities arise and it gives you peace of mind. Some of you may know this already, but in the military, one of the key uh, factors or uh, fractions um, that impact marriages are finances, right? Um, Finances can create friction, they, they can create discord, they can create uh, downright discontent and stress, whether it's a one-income household primarily or two-income household, because most of us, you know, at some point or another may live beyond our circumstances. And even when we're living within what we think are our circumstances, things happen. Life happens, expenses happen. Um, if you're just starting your career, and you have the opportunity, uh, more so on the officer side than enlisted side, um, to live off post. Look into maybe battle buddies that are, um, you know, also in the same situation as you. And then maybe looking into buying a home together. Okay, you say that? What does it, why would I encourage that? A, a colonel a long time ago, uh, bless his heart, he was giving us some financial advice. He was actually literally a millionaire in active duty. And one of the things he said he did, he and his, some of his fellow officers, because they were single, they didn't have any, you know, any spouses, what have you, they would buy a home together, you know, just like they'd be roommates in any other place. And then when it's time for them to PCS, um, they decide whether to, to um, get a property manager. And then, depending on their circumstances, you know, at their next duty station or their next iteration, what they did is then they would sell, the, they would either rent the property for a while, then then sell it. And then that, that built up their equity, 
that built up the access. So when each of them were ready to get married and have a family, they were, they had already been homeowners. They had already sold. Now this was before we even had VA certificates, you all, and all. I mean, there was a version of VA certificate, you know, uh, a, a lot less robust than present day VA certificates, right? So if you're in that position, if you're a young enlisted service member, uh, and you can do that, do that as well. Okay, uh, usually there's less options. I remember being enlisted as well, and, you know, it's barracks or bust. But if it's barracks, then, you know what, take whatever portion of your, your at least 10 to 20%, right? Because you may not be getting BAH, I got it, and, and, and start putting in a separate account. Yes, does that mean maybe less partying? Does that mean maybe less, you know, uh, hanging out with your friends and going to this movie? Now, yes, it does, but trust and believe. Years down the line... You, It'll even mean more to you to be able to do those things at your own pace, in your own way, whenever you want to. Okay? So start putting that money away. And then now there's apps to help us, right? Um, apps like Stash, S-T-A-S-H, Acorn, A-C-O-R-N, um, Robinhood. I just like it sounds, Robinhood. You know, it's taking from, well, in this case, it's taking from one aspect of your wallet and putting it in another that's supposed to help it grow. They do, they do, um, collective investments. You don't have to be an expert in stocks. They tell you, okay, what are you interested, what are you, are you interested in environmental issues? Are you interested in technology? Are you interested in energy resources, uh, solar energy? And then they, they show you which stocks groups you can actually, the money, you, you can, you know, uh, a lot, $2, $5 too. It won't seem like a lot at first, but it will add up. It's called Compound Effect. There's a book by Darren Hardy called The Compound Effect, really good book. It's the same thing. It's compounded interest. Y'all, it, it, it's important to for us to really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? For us to stress and emphasize, emphasize, that's the word. First, emphasize the importance of being proactive in your financial um, foundation at the onset of your military career so that it gets to be second nature throughout your career. And by the time it's time to retire, transition, separate, however it, it your transition comes about, you you have that area covered. Having that area covered means if emergency comes in, you own a home and you have to replace bathrooms, believe me, I've been there, or, you know, DFAS has a glitch in their matrix and your pay is somewhat delayed or not at all, you still have peace of mind in that arena rather than having to, you know, be chased down by your creditors or run away from them or having to explain to everybody your life story because you're still waiting for your finances to get right, Okay. And although you may have saved for one month's mortgage or two months' mortgage, I'm stressing to you that it's important for you to go even further for greater peace of mind. Okay, so I mentioned to you apps like uh, Stash and Acorn and Robinhood um, to get you at least a foothold, a foothold, a footing into your own financial proactive uh, um, asset portfolio, but also really look at TSP, right? Um, so, something else too. I think now it's automatic for your life insurance, but make sure you have that covered as well, okay? Uh, when you first come in, whether you have dependents or not, get a will. Get a living will. Get a medical directive done. They will stress those, those, uh, re those requirements 
doing deployment, but get them done even before deployment. Okay, a living will, a, a, a last will and testament, medical directive, medical directive in case something happens to you, which I'll explain to you there too. As always, check with your your accountant, check with your attorneys. But it, it's it's to help identify what your desires, what your wishes are, whom you de- you designate to speak on your behalf should you have a medical injury or a situation where you are not able to have your own voice. Who can be your voice? Who can speak for you? Um, later on, you can have a special power of attorney. I usually recommend special power of attorney unless you really feel like, okay, I'm, I'm good with, with this person, be them fam- blood-related biologically or not. Um, because special power of attorney gives them a, 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 a window of access into all your, your, your stuff, right, your bank accounts, your, your what have you. But with a special power of attorney, you can kind of dictate what they, what they will have special access to, especially when you're deployed. But I say that to say, let's say you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're paying mortgage one place, but you're someplace else. You may need that special power of attorney for things to get done on your behalf because you can't, you know, you're not able to hop from, you know, right, right back into the, your previous location. And as you become a, you know, parents, for those of you who choose to be parents or become parents, um, that, that will factor in. Okay. That will factor in because it's important to know whom, um, you would designate to, to be there for your children. So just food for thought. Get those things in line so that you're so, they're so commonplace in your routine that no matter what you're going through, deployment, new, new duty station, you already have these things lined up. Okay. Uh, now, with the different, different apps, be it Stash or Acorn, um, or Robinhood, they give you an education. You know, they, they, they educate you as to what investment will look like five years from now, what your current investing portfolio will look like 10 years from now. That gives you a sober look because then it also helps you to really stay focused on, okay, at some point, just like I put on the uniform, I will take off the uniform. What will my situation look like? How am I preparing? Okay, if I'm doing $5, but I really want to be, you know, $300,000 set, what will I need to do? It gives you backwards planning. You know, you've heard that term in the military. If you've been in the military a day, right, backwards planning. Um, in the corporate world, we, we might call it reverse engineering um, in terms of uh, equipment and technologies and software, right? Um, it all means the same thing. It means you're looking ahead. You know, do you 15 years from now, 20 years from now, five years from now, um, is saying, hey, here's what I need for you to do today and subsequent days to follow for you to meet me and be me five, ten years from now. I think that made sense, right? So it's kind of like the future you talking to you to get you prepared, saying, hey, listen, you want me to be, you know, independently wealthy? Well, here's what I need you to do starting now. These apps kind of give you some insight into that. So definitely worth taking a look at. Some of them I've, um, I've used myself personally. Like I said, again, with everything, consult your attorney, consult your accountant. Which brings me to this. Wherever you are, you may think, okay, well, an accountant, attorney, that's for, like, people, you know, wealthy, what have you. Well, you are wealthy. You've, you, you've got health. If you're able to serve in the military, that means you're still standing. So um, let's start with that definition of wealth, right? It's, it's important to, to, to get 
familiar and network with those professionals because they can also give you insights. Okay, when tax time comes, uh, what do I need to have ready? What documentation do I need to have prepared ahead of time so I'm better prepared so I can maximize my return on investment, right, uh, uh, with Uncle Sam? Um, and, and here are the things I need to do. Also, we're going to talk about um, the different ways you can better position yourselves um, as far as being investors, um, business owners. I know when I say, uh, you know, investors and business owners, you're thinking, man, look, I'm, I just got in the military or I'm, you know, the, or, or I'm in the military and I've been in the military. I'm, I'm focused on getting promoted, uh, whether it's, you know, to senior NCO ranks or, you know, you're an off, you know, officer junior grade and you're looking, you know, to command and, and, and go on to fill grade and hire. Like, listen, I don't have time for all that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. What that means is you may have less hanging out time because you may need to devote 30 minutes to an hour. Um, and I say that lightly, not to, not to be, uh, you know, funny about hanging out time. I mean, in terms of you, you may have to scrunch time from here and there. You may have to spend 15 minutes at your desktop and go online and see how your, your stash portfolio is going or how your TSP is going. Uh, do a little bit of reading about the, you know, um, bitcoins. You know, what's that currency, cryptocurrency, Ethereum, all of these things. You may need to devote a little bit of time in between, you know, um, preparing for the mission. And, you know, I know Motorpool doing, doing, got it. Yes, all of those things. Um, you may have to stay up, you know, maybe a little bit later just to read up on those things, especially maybe on a weekend. Devote like a couple hours um, in between working out and, and, and meeting your family's responsibilities and other responsibilities that you have. I got it, but make time because this will afford you a greater bandwidth in years to come, not just for you, but your family, whether you have dependents now or you're going to gain them, right? Um, so make time for that uh, so that you understand what's going on, what's investing. You can even understand your TSP portfolio. Now, why do I say business ownership? Listen, and most people think, well, that means, well, I'm not cut out to be a business owner. I've had my battle, some battle, but some, well, you know, I'm not really good with that. I'm more good as an employee. That's fine. That's fine. There's, there's nothing, um, odd or, or inconsistent about that, but you can be a silent investor in maybe a family member's business. Right. You can be um, um, a backer in a real estate investment. Right. Uh, group. You can do a variety of different business ownership type formats. Right. Um, I had almost lost my train of thought on my wording for now. So some of you can probably tell. Right. So when I say that to say, it means that you don't have to be a, like a, a brick and mortar homeowner. You could have, uh, investment in an online business, right? That maybe someone else is primarily taken care of, that you have a good relationship with, that you, you know, you've built some trust and you guys agree, you have a business agreement, hey, this is what we're going to do. Because all of those, those nuggets will, will also benefit you in terms of tax time, right? Because tax time, our finances, some of us, you know, over the years, and, you know, I've been there too, where, you know, we're, we're like, like, that's like a major holiday for us. We're waiting to get our, our tax return. And tax return is, is just Uncle Sam who, who took money out, borrowed it from you ahead of time, and is now saying, okay, well, you know, here's what I need to give you back. 
right? And it's important to note that those who get back the most are those who've made greater investments into our economy, like home ownership, like business ownership, right? You don't have, whether you're, you're the full partner or you're a silent partner or you're just investing in the business, you're investing in a franchise, some, you, you and your friends can come together and, and create uh, uh, an LLC, a limited liability corporation and do property investments, property management, so that you, your money's working for you in ways as you continue to serve and honor our nation, in ways that you don't even have to, you know, stress on, literally, right? Yes, will you still have to pay attention? Of course, but these are things for you to start looking at, okay? If you're just starting in the military, where do you want to be, you know, be, be, between the next enlistment, right? Next four years, next three years, next five years. Who are you? And what does that so soldier, service member, human being need financially and then start mapping it out. Reverse engineer your life from that time, um, backwards plan and backwards invest, right? So that means you backwards invest, wow. Inv invest according to that backwards plan. So just some nuggets for you to look at. Check out some apps. You know, uh, we welcome ideas that have worked for folks. Um, we'll go more into each one of those ideas and, and hopefully have some subject matter experts to give you some additional insight. So we're looking forward to having subject matter experts, um, you know, um, speak with us, give us some ideas, things that have worked for them in, in their respective fields, um, and to really help us to be on the best footing possible in every area of our lives. But for today, um, it was key that we, we at least touch on some of these basic uh, premises i.e. mental health, mental wellness, financial health, financial wellness. Um, we know that the military focuses on physical fitness and wellness all too well. Also, uh, it just came to me, resiliency, you have master resilience um, trainers and um, folks in your units, or at least that used to be the case. Um, if you can attend a Master Resilience course, definitely do so. I know at Jackson, um, they even have a, a, a monthly program for, like, spouses and civilians and, and, and just fo folks, including retirees, that want to attend to kind of, uh, you know, um, refresh their, their resiliency skills, okay? Resiliency, to me, means having effect being having effective tools to cope, being able to cope in circumstances um, that feel insurmountable, right, and still know that you're going to come out on the other side. That's, to me, that's the key essence of resiliency. I know there's a, you know, great definition for it, but, you know, basically being able to stretch your bandwidth and not snap and not feel broken and discombobulated. Um, financial resiliency is just as important, Right? Uh, being able to stretch your resources without feeling like they're, they're, you know, they're strapped. Um, they're going to snap, right? Because then we're able to provide financial support for our loved ones. Um, you know, help our children understand. That's, th that's another key thing. Um, before we conclude for this, for this, uh, session. Listen, it's important. It doesn't matter how old your child is. If they're two years old, they will still start to understand one plus one equals two. Start teaching 
your children about financial health, financial wellness, financial resiliency. Help them to understand the concept of currency. What is currency for? What are assets? What are liabilities? What are capital gains? Um, what, what does the stock market do? What does it mean? Maybe they can look up stocks and then tell you what's going up, what's going down. Help them to participate in their financial wellness starting now. Starting now. So that you, you've already planted the seed that they need to grow. So that by the time they're ready to take off and, and take flight in their own way, that's, that's set. And, or pretty much set. Right? You're not concerned about, you know, how college is going to be paid. Yes, I, 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 I definitely think it's a good idea to have a, at least a little portion of your 9-11. Not all of it. GI Bill may be allotted to your children if need be. But you may not need to. And if you need to, you do a little portion because, you know, that way it's not everything. Because depending on what your educational goals are, you're still going to need to make sure you, you get your stuff squared away. It's kind of like being on the airplane. They tell you, you got to put your mask on first before you can put it on for everybody else. Well, this is the same thing. The more we can get our children involved in, in financial awareness, the better we are preparing them for the life ahead, whatever their life path is. I tell you, my son has autism. I'm still teaching him about financial classes, uh, financial awareness. He, he sits down. We, we do financial videos, financial um, cue cards so that he can understand the concept and he can discern for himself, you know, how, what his relationship with money, with finances will be. And so that he's a better custodian of, you know, all that we, we have worked for and are working for to bless him and our future generations to come. So yes, they're never too young. The earlier they start, the better. It's like learning languages. The more resiliency, the more neuroplasticity, the more you stretch their mind early, the more the seed is planted and embedded and that no one can take away from them. And it doesn't matter what your circumstances is, they will be better prepared and better um, trained, right? We talk about training, better prepared, better trained for whatever life journey and path they take. Stay safe. Until next time. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.